out of respect. I want that money and power and powder. Oh yeah. We talking season two, episode three of Power Book Four Force. I am the homie and the host, real. Tonight, this episode is brought to you by Coconut Rum and Coke. Diet Coke, because I'm old. You know what I'm saying? Old school. Let's just jump right into this episode, shall we? (laughs) Power does not disappoint. None of the series in the Power Universe, and definitely not Force. We start off with Tommy, freshly pissed from having his car spray washed with Uzi bullets. He tell Diamond he thinks it was Jannard and his crew. Payback from the Chewy hit. Diamond says he gonna talk to Jannard, but Tommy like, nah, son, let me handle this one. Little girl got hit. Homie don't play that. Diamond like, is she dead? Now, now I don't know why, but all I heard when he said, is she dead? Was that old Wu-Tang skit with Ghostface (laughs) from the first album. I think Raekwon was on it when they talking about the killer tape. He'd be like, yo, why you ain't be having my killer tape when I let you hold it, son? He was like, is he dead? He said, hey, yo, 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 yo. Shamik just got bust in his head two times, God. Are you worried I'm coming up the block and, you know, I heard. Then dude bob up, yo, is he dead? <laughs> Goes like, the fuck you mean is he dead? The nigga laying there with all types of blood coming out of his head, son. Come on, yo, it's the God. It's the God, son. <laughs> I digress. Diamond sitting there like, is she dead? Tommy like, it ain't look good. Okay, don't worry about that. I'll be diplomatic. I won't kill Jannar just yet. (laughs) But if I see him in some Gucci again, (laughs) it's over for him. Though he wasn't doing that no more. Tommy go visit Jannard. Tell him somebody took a shot at him. Now it was clear to Tommy that Jannard didn't know Tommy's life was almost cut short last night. Tommy let him know that he knew Jannard was supposed to dead any payback for Chewie's death. So the fact that this happened meant somebody went around him and disobey direct orders. And, according to the drug dealer edition of Robert's Rules of Order, chapter 2, page 23, any individual caught disobeying a direct order from his superior shall be dealt a swift and harsh punishment. It also goes on to state 
that if disobedience results in a death or attempted murder, regardless of who the victim is, that dealing shall result in death for the perpetrator in question. So Tommy basically just stopped by to make sure Jannar was up to speed on his crime boss processes and procedures. Also letting him know that an innocent kid got killed from that lack of obedience. Now Jannar come back and hit Tommy with some slick talk. He like, yeah, you should have thought about that when you hit Chewy. Tommy like, I didn't hit Chewy. I ate Chewy. <laughs> I ate Chewy because he made me hungry. He ain't no protocol and was mad disrespectful. What you should think about now is bossing up and handling your business. As I just read for you from chapter two, page three. Or I will do him. Then I will do you. Janard knew Tommy was right, so he said less, brushed up on his protocol from his handbook, set out to handle boss business. That's how it's done. Janard get on his hunt. A rally to stop gang youth violence is happening in the streets. Of course, the gangs is there. <laughs> of course, CBI and treason crew out there. Janar see his right-hand man, Raheem. He like, yo, we're okay at. Homie hit that, those that know don't tell, and those that tell don't know. <laughs> Janar like, player, what the fuck is this Negro spiritual code you hitting me with here? Where the fuck he at? Another dude from Treason. I ain't know his name like that, so I had to read the credits. You know, so I can... Give his character some credit. Dude name was Grayskull. Dope ass name. Dope ass name. But I'm like, damn, fuck Skeletor. He the whole damn evil castle. Grayskull hit Jannar with, yo, Lil' K did the right thing. Jannar like, say one more motherfucking thing. <laughs> say one more. He like, if you see him, let me know. Don't want to hear no back talk. I'm the boss, remember? Remember me? Meanwhile, the host of the rally talking about she pleased to announce a joint task force made up of CPD, FBI, DEA, LGBTQ, ABC, BBD. <laughs> it was like so many damn acronyms involved. I'm like, damn. Just say everybody, everybody going to be on y'all asses. <laughs> Jannard go to visit Shanti. He like, Lil' K took a shot at Tommy. And now I need to know where to find him. You know, do my bossly duties. Gotta let these folks know when I give an order. That shit is to be respected and followed. Janard Authority is getting mad disrespected. Respect my authority. 
Shanti tell him cats is hot. Because a white cat took out Chewy. You take out Lil' K, you got a mutiny weight. Ashanti don't want to give him up, but Jannard look like F you for riding for him. I got to do what I got to do. She give up to Addy. Of course, he had his grandma house. It's always grandma house. DeFranco pop up at Lil' K grandma house before Jannard. Because, you know, DeFranco just, he happened to know what's going on. He's a man with his ear to the streets, as any good DT would be. He like, you seen Lil' K? To his grandmother. She like, who? Who that? Sound like a mumble rapper. Eventually, she played ball. She like, what'd he do? DeFranco like, he took a shot at some bad, bad folk. She shoot her eyes upstairs to the house. She shot her eyes upstairs like, he up there. Just enough to let him know the boy upstairs. So then DeFranco starts speaking like he's talking to his old pop-pop who can't hear. All loud outside. He like, tell Lil' K he's not safe. <laughs> now Lil' K from the streets. Not the mental ward. You think he ain't peeped this little change of communication? You think Lil' K ain't no grandma just dry snitched? <laughs> he up in the window peeping out like a lookout. Like, I peeped what you did just right there, grandma. <laughs> I peeped what you just did. Eventually, Jannard make his way over there. Jannard roll up on Lil' K taking out the trash. He like, I thought you to chill. I thought I told you to chill on Tommy. He got the, he got the blicky out on him. Lil' K just talking back, talking reckless to the boss. He like, I thought I told you to chill on Tommy. He like, you gave the wrong order. Now, Jannard does not like this. He about to smoke Lil' K boots. Here come grandma with the hot plate. She like, you boys want some fresh Toll House and Kool-Aid? <laughs> When's the last time a mofo had some Toll House? She was smooth with it, too. Like Lil' K wasn't about to get popped. Janard's like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Janard, hilarious. He like, mmm, these shits is delicious. She pulled him close. She looked at him like, motherfucker, trying to kill my grandbaby. <laughs> Have some more. You kill my grandbaby, you better kill me too. Because that cauliflower, broccoli bump, bagel bite ear you got. <laughs> ain't going to be hard to miss that in a lineup. Bitch, I ain't playing. <laughs> he let little K live. Because his grandma was there. He like, you better start listening. Lil' K looking at him like, you ain't my daddy. <laughs> Lil' K looking at him like, fool, you ain't my daddy. DeFranco running to grandma and Lil' K at the check cash and joint. DeFranco stay on him. He like, Lil' K, we got witnesses. We got your prints on two bullets. <laughs> 
a drawing you made in the fifth grade. We got all that. <laughs> Lil' K like, you ain't got nothing. Can I go? Jannard riding around. Oh, this ain't over. Jannard riding around. All of a sudden, four black trucks pull up out of nowhere. Surround Jannard. Pulled assault weapons out on him. They like, you got Murkovich payment? Nope. Hand over the keys then, player. <laughs> Yo, they took Jannard Lambo truck and left his ass on foot. <laughs> what Jannard do? Back to original business. He called Lil' K to come pick him up. He peeping Jannard, popping the, the brown on his, on his wrist. Jannard like, you got something to say? Lil' K like, I thought we wasn't supposed to get high off our own supply. <laughs> Jannard like, motherfucker, what? <laughs> Pull over. <laughs> Pull the f over. Janard starts talking to him like he his daddy. He like, pull the f over. <laughs> now, Janard just looking for any reason to snap Lil' K neck right now. He like, why ain't you tell me the detective came to see you? Why ain't you tell me your grandma made the toll house so good? He like, you ain't wearing a wire, are you? Jacking Lil' K up. Lil' K get a little, a little disrespectful. He like, you the one out there getting high off your own supply. You ain't got a motherfucking pot to piss out of or nothing. <laughs> oh, shit. He pressed the wrong damn button. That's the one that sent Jannard over the edge. Told the man he ain't got a pot to piss out of. And he the boss. You done back this man up into a corner. He got to do something now because if he don't. His life is going to be full of disrespect in them streets. Jannard get to choking the shit out of Lil' K. <laughs> Lil' K pull out a gun trying to cap Jannard. Jannard had me rolling on this. I was crying. He like, uh-uh. Hell no. <laughs> he like, oh, hell no. <laughs> Jannar found that Hulk strength. Got to whipping Lil' K ass in that car. Jannar choking him out. Got the teeth clenched on the bottom lip like. <laughs> he like, I told you not to do it. Just trying to hold on to the little bit of authority he got left. He like, yeah. And after I'm done here. I'm going to go back to Granny's. And get the rest of that mofo toll house. Them shits was delicious as a motherfucker. You get to pulling him out the car. Dragging him in a fenced off trash area. Laid his body next to some old cans and. A two by four. Threw a hefty three ply. 39 gallon joint over top of his. And stepped off. 
got back in the ride, and swiftly snorted the last little bit of drugs he had. Later on that night, Jannar rolled up to a spot, copping that H, copping that boy. Now, before this, you might have thought he was just doing a little dust. I thought he was just doing a little dust, a little powder white, this fool doing that brown. No wonder why he be hitting that dope fiend lean. Snorted right there at the spot he copped it from. I'm like, damn. He lucky ain't nobody jack his ass. Jannard is out of order. Out of control. Falling fast. He want that money and power and powder. Diamond go and get laid up with one of his chicks, Kendra. She a prison guard. He tell her he trying to move weight up in her prison. He ask if she down. She like, oh, is that what this is about? You up in here trying to digmatize me into some business? <laughs> digmatize. He like, nah, it ain't even like that. You seem like you might be a little shady. Thought you might be down to get this money. Forget I asked. Let's get some sleep. She like, I'm just playing with you, boo. You know I got to hook up like Master P. Gonna cost you, though. Diamond like, okay. Let me pay you. Work it, 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 work it. Work it, work it, work it, work it. Big Smurf and Marshall bagging up rocks. Getting them things together for the prison distro. When he done, Big Smurf come out from one of the, one of the back rooms of the barbershop with a duffel. Ain't been seen in that joint all day since Diamond P.O. been in there. Now he in there getting a cut. No telling how long he been in there for. But Smurf pop out of the back room with a duffel. Just grinning. Everybody's eyes get big as hell. The old dude with the gray afro, his eyes was like, you big dummy. Why ain't nobody hit Big Smurf and tell him stay your ass put till we give you the word? 5-0 up in here. Old dude with the gray afro, try to play it off. He like, yeah, just trying to help my sister's boy out by giving him a job. <laughs> like Smurf the janitor. They couldn't have been more obvious that he wasn't. Old dude tugging on his ear. <laughs> the old dude tugging on his ear like he giving baseball signals. <laughs> Like he a baseball coach. Like he telling Smurf to steal on the next pitch. <laughs> Smurf like, what the f***? This ain't no damn baseball. Smurf is thoroughly confused. Because he don't know the P.O. in there. He don't know the situation. <laughs> the old dude like this. 
old dude putting one hand up, pointing to it with the other, winking. <laughs> Finally, Smurf get it. He like, oh yeah, right. But the P.O. ain't dumb. He ain't say nothing, but he ain't dumb. I think he won in on that CBI payroll. But just playing it cool, being careful on how to approach it. Meanwhile, Kendra back at jail after she get that uppage from Smurf. Laying down her prison guards, going wild game. <laughs> Letting the drugs pass through. Little slick shit. She watch him, aiding and abetting, is going down and visiting. <laughs> it's going down for real. Rojas, another player in the game and in that prison. See, his people ain't working. Ain't working the food line where they used to be. Now some new people in there running the food line. Ain't serving up his drugs. He like, oh, hell nah. Tell his boy to handle that. Shut this down. And that's what they do. They get Diamond and Tommy shut down up in C block. Diamond let Tommy know they lost some, some weight up in that joint. Rojas wasn't feeling the new arrangement. So he got Diamond. And Tommy operation shut down. Tommy like, let's get Rojas a new lawyer. They set up a lawyer to visit Rojas. He like, who the fuck are you? She like, I'm a lawyer for CBI. Jenny Sue. <laughs> Jenny Sue. She like, we want to supply you. He like, uh-uh. Diamond, put me in this wheelchair. I ain't messing with Diamond like that. Hell to the no. Kendra get to taking matters into her own hands since the lawyer didn't work. She take him to a secluded area. Jack him up. She like, what's this? Drugs? What's this in your pocket? <laughs> he like, oh, hell no. Nah. She like, inmate? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> she gonna plant some drugs on Rojas. She like, I can get you sent up somewhere worse, player. Or he like, I know the drill. He playing hard to get like high five after she just spent some quality time with him. <laughs> she like, mess around with me if you want. But when my pager goes off. <laughs> he like, OK, stop singing. I'm in. She like, yeah, I thought you would be. Thought you would be. Okay. There are too many damn acronyms and names up in here to be trying to repeat. <laughs> after I've been drinking and the drink start and the drink start kicking in. Up in this power book four universe. All right, here you go. So JP come downstairs and catch D Mac <laughs> laying on the couch, chilling, catching up on some old facts of life episodes. 
JP come in the room like, man, I love me some tootie too. <laughs> but ain't you ever heard of chores? This place looked like a project rec room. D-Mac like, nah, mama wasn't never home to tell me to do chores. So I got fond of TV land. Took a liking to Blair and Tootie. <laughs> Plus, you wasn't around, so I ain't real familiar with chores, bruh. JP like, okay, I, I see we need to catch up a little bit. Let's wrap a taste, son. JP like, you got any questions for me? D-Mac like, actually, I do. He like, why did being gay mean that you had to leave me as a kid? JP like, oh. JP looked like he was about to have the birds and the bees conversation. He like, okay, here go. See, your mama hid you from me. It all started out with a little game of hide and seek in the backyard. I closed my eyes and counted to 10 Mississippi. And when I looked up, you were gone. <laughs> I went out to the gate. I went out the gate to look for you. I, I guess I never came back in. <laughs> D-Mac like, I'm 16. How I find you before you found me. We live in the same city. JP losing the battle right now. <laughs> All of a sudden, Tommy come in with a gun. He like, look, JP. Somebody came for me last night in these streets. It about to get real. Take this gun just in case somebody come for you. D-Mac looking like Tommy just brought in the last Popeye's chicken sandwich in the city. <laughs> His eyes got all big. He like, Unc, where my gun at? There's a war going on outside nobody's safe from, and I ain't got no gun. I need a piece. When I'm going to get my gun back? He walk off in a huff. Ain't trying to let D-Mac have no gun. D-Mac almost got his ass rocked to sleep out in them streets. Can't sit still. Streets be calling. JP hide the gun in the drawer in D-Mac plain sight. JP try to connect with D-Mac again. He tell D-Mac about his shame of being gay. Not feeling like he was good enough for him. At that time, based on something D-Mac mama said. JP like, I hope we can start over. They get in a rap. All D-Mac can think about at this time is that gun up in the old school curio cabinet. He like, yeah, we can start over. Give JP that little fake dap. Soon as JP go upstairs, he sneak it out. D-Mac on that Tupac. He like, nah, who got the juice? Task force meeting up. Trying to figure out what's what with the shooting. They trying to put the pieces together. DeFranco pulls Stacy Marks to the side. Guessing her shit about the task force. Requesting him to be on the task force after he told her he didn't want to be on it. 
He wanted her to get it. He just didn't want to be on it. She like, I can only trust you. Turned out they were married. He was like, you did this same shit when we were married too. Your ambitions just got in the way too much. That's news. Vic and Walter Flynn getting a rap. Talking about Claudia. Walter like, she got my money hemmed up. Vic tell him she lost all her dough when the Dahlia formula got leaked by Tommy. Walter tell Vic he want him next to him when he set up a deal to get Dublin off his back. Said he need him there. Walter and Vic go to meet with this dude, Michael Weller. The cat that want them to move them bad opioids for them. This the deal Walter was talking to Vic about. They pay Mike Weller the money, get to celebrate him. Then Weller in a racist rant that really pisses Vic off. Not only says that no one will care about the black folk when they catch their death or something close to that from the bad opioids. But he goes on to call them monkeys. Which Vic, whose former girlfriend was black, takes quite the offense to. Walter sees Vic's reaction. Vic eases it down for the sake of keeping the peace, keeping the business moving. But I had a feeling Vic wasn't going to let this slide. Now Vic, in turn, later on, in his quest to be a pain in his father's ass and stick it to the dude, Mike Weller, phones in that Weller's money man, has a briefcase full of Full of drugs on him. Gets his, gets his shit snatched by the cops. <laughs> Drink starting to kick in, yo. Gets Mike Weller's money, man. Drugs snatched by the cops. Weller come to Walter's house after his man got robbed. He tell Walter the story. Walter like, okay, just give me my money back. Now, Walter does not know the stunt that Vic pulled. But Walter cool about it. He like, okay, just give me the money back. He like, my courier got jacked. He like, I'll give you half your money. We should be splitting. This little incident cost. They like, "Uh uh-uh. Looks like we about to be played. (laughs) Of course, this is the result of what Vic set up. Walter like, F you, pay me. Well, like, F you, I'm getting screwed. Vic gets up. Pops one right in Mike Weller. (laughs) Walter's like, what the F? Vic like, he insulted us. Walter like, man, you just F'd us over with Dublin. Knew Vic wasn't letting Weller's ass off that easy. Not tonight. Not from earlier. Nothing. Tommy not letting this Liliana thing go. Tommy go to meet up with Walter to try and find out who killed her. Not much traction there. Walter gives up nothing. Tommy suspects Claudia. Goes to meet Claudia to see her face when he asks her if she killed Liliana. She denies it. 
but it's a little snarky. You know, he he knows Claudia did it, but he he just can't confirm it. Tommy creep up on one of Claudia's men looking for answers. He ain't giving up nothing. Boop, boop, two to the head. After doing so, he's convinced she did it. Tommy lets Diamond know he knows Claudia killed Liliana now. Now Tommy, after Claudia asks. Tommy get a visit from Kate. She on her ninth step AA activities. Coming to make amends to people who she may have hurt. Tommy like, oh, this going to be good. She like, I wasn't the perfect mother. I'm sorry. Started to pack her up. <laughs> and Tommy like, what the? F That's it? You got to be kidding me. She don't understand why Tommy can't accept this half, not even a half ass apology, a quarter ass apology. I mean, she is really confused here. Tommy quickly ushers Kate out <laughs> as he gets a text from Miguel requesting his and Diamond's presence. Tommy and Diamond go to see Miguel. He like, I found the cats who sprayed us up. Miguel got a long ass glove on one arm. <laughs> like, what's this about? Miguel up in his torture chamber. They up in here trying to top Wu-Tang torture. <laughs> I stick it in your ass so slow and keep feeding you and feeding you. <laughs> he take one of the dude's arms and put it in this metal pot with fog coming out of it. Like something out of an old nutty professor movie or mad scientist type setup. He take dude arm out. It's like got a, a rock like stone type composition on his arm just covering up his whole hand and front arm he get Tommy and Diamond to hold dude arm in place then take a mallet to his rock hand like bow <laughs> broke his whole hand off Tommy like what's this got to do with us Miguel like nothing just wanted you to see how I get down what my torture game about <laughs> Tommy and Diamond leave up out of there discussing the fact that Miguel didn't know about their involvement. They ain't even a hundred feet away from the building. I'm like, yo, what y'all doing? <laughs> what if it's people outside? They ain't care. A short while later, Tommy and Diamond go back to see Miguel for more product. They like, we want more. In fact, we want double. Miguel like, how y'all moving it so quick? They like, we got that prison thing on lock. We expanding. CBI, baby. Miguel like, you moved in on the Serbs territory? Gotta think about this. No re-ups today. <laughs> Miguel act like he ain't even need the money. I mean, I guess he don't, but, you know. He pulled that, nah, I'm going to see y'all tomorrow. 
Claudia come in her crib randomly to find her safe open and broken into. Now, Claudia know who did it. She scurries over to Walter's. He pulling up to the house. She outside. <laughs> you like, what the f- is she doing here? <laughs> Walter don't want Claudia around at all. That's that old school. That's that misogynistic old school. She like, why you break into my house, pops? Take my sh. Walter hit her with the orange juice Jones. <laughs> I saw you and him. <laughs> Walking in the rain. <laughs> I went to the bank and canceled all your credit cards. Not all my money. <laughs> I stuck you up for every piece of jewelry I have a bought you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything. <laughs> Get fly with me. No, don't, don't go looking in that closet. Because <laughs> everything you done came here with is gone. You dismissed. <laughs> Silly rabbit tricks is for kids. Play with my money. He like you F with my money. I F with your life. You without me is like cornflake without the milk. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Later, Kate making a cake for D-Mac. JP come in. Kate figures she's going to try to make an amend stuff again. This ninth step AA activity. She like, JP, I'm sorry. That conversation didn't end so well. <laughs> JP like, I peep your style. Leave the black one. Keep the white one. I see how you do me. You had me at 14. Gave me away. Had Tommy at 16. Kept him. What's really hood? You really hood. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I think about it, you really hood. Kate go to her nine-step group. Trying to get herself together. You hear a bit of Kate's story. What it was like to have a child out of wedlock. A black child at that. Back then with her family. You hear how it affected her that she had to give him up. Seems like the primary reason why she's such a mess now. Masking that pain of having to give up that first baby. You see a side of Kate and get some of her story that helps to explain how she got the way she was. Makes sense to me. Makes perfect sense to me. Diamond finishes giving one of the local kids a haircut. The kid from the rally on stopping gangs. He leave out the barbershop. Diamond walk him out. He see him a few minutes later. Here's some activity going on outside. Little kid getting harassed by kids outside the barbershop. Giving him a hard time about 
talking about the hood and stopping gangs. Clearly, they in a gang. <laughs> Diamond run them off. He like, why ain't you fight back? Can they have no response? He like, man, I'm going to work with you. Good little moment. Little K body is found. <laughs> I told you little K was going to be Chewy number two. Tommy set up some drive time with Maria. Power, powder, respect. I want that money and power and powder. Till next week. Peace.